Welcome to the Pathway to Paradise podcast, a personal development podcast designed to help you to heal, grow, and connect to your soul. I'm your host, Kayla Parody, and here we simplify the spiritual through authentic conversations that guide you to your soul's purpose. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Pathway to Paradise podcast. I'm so excited to be diving into today's episode. If you're listening to this when this airs, I am actually in Mexico at the moment celebrating, having a good time. You can think of me on the beach in the sun as you listen to today's episode. And the episode I want to bring to you today is actually really touching and it has to do with connecting with our lost loved ones. And this is such a special topic because I know that a lot of people listening when they come into spiritual awakening and psychic development, this is one of the biggest elements. This is one of the biggest pieces that gets people inspired to understand how spiritual connection and psychic development really works. And so if you've ever wondered about connecting to lost loved ones and how it works, and if the signs are real, today is the perfect episode for you. I want to teach you today the difference between what's a true sign from a lost loved one and what's not, because I know that's a question that I get a lot where people might hear a song on the radio or like see something that reminds them of their lost loved ones. And then the mind comes in and starts to doubt and question if it really truly is them. And so I want to teach you today kind of what's the difference and what's behind it so you can understand it more clearly. I also want to talk to you about how to request more signs and trust the signs that come through. Plus, build up connection and communication with our loved ones in spirit. So I had a great conversation with a friend about how mediumship works. And they were talking about a friend who, or someone they know, I should say, that doesn't necessarily believe in psychic ability and spiritual connection. They were saying that, you know, it all exists through association. So somebody would be doing a reading. There'd be two people, the client and the person doing the reading. The person doing the reading would say to the client, I see a mother energy around you or female energy around you. And immediately upon hearing that, the person, the client would make associations to females in their life that may have passed over. And then from there, the person who's reading can actually kind of read their energy and then insert another maybe question or an idea. And then it's all through association. So the person, because they're thinking of that person, that's all it is. It's just association. That's what um, this person was saying that they believed was behind mediumship. And I do believe that this happens. I do believe that this exists. And another form of this is where mediums are really good at like telepathy or reading thought forms. So they'll attach to maybe a memory or a specific thought of your lost loved one. And they're actually reading the energy of your consciousness. So they're reading your thought or your memory and they're able to articulate that to you and it can feel like a validation from spirit, but it's not exactly the same thing as actually connecting to spirit. 
And so even though that kind of thing exists, and I mean, it's up to you if you want to believe as that is like authentic or moral or however you want to go about that. I believe that that does exist and that does happen. That's not the same thing as what I do and what I see in my world. And the reason why it's different is because for me, sometimes I get requests for readings and I don't have any information on the person. So I don't have a picture. I don't have any background information. All I have is maybe like their name or their intention behind the reading. And that's it. I don't have any other information. And when that happens and spirit brings forward specific things, that's how you know that you're really, truly connecting to a lost loved one. If you don't have any kind of background information and the person's not in front of you, so you're not like connecting to their thoughts or any associations that they might be making. And another thing is that a lot of times when I do my readings, it's completely... Like the client is completely removed mostly from the process. So I do it in my own space, on my own time. So I'm not actually in front of a person on a Zoom call, face-to-face, anything like that, where I'm actually like pulling from their energy. That's not how I do it. Typically what I do is I tune into the Akashic Record. So I go into sort of like a meditative trance-like state. And then I pull from higher dimensions and I just channel information that's coming through so that's a little bit different um and that's how it works for me um another way that i know that my spiritual connection is valid or my mediumship connection is valid or when it's valid is when i have experiences or visitations from spirits that i have no idea who they are and i have no connection to them so like i've had dream experiences or psychic experiences where a spirit will come forward and speak about their their death or maybe like a message that they want to convey or um, deliver some other kind of information. And it's somebody from across the world. And I've had that happen. There was actually an experience I had once with um, a young Russian hockey player who died of some sort of concussion, I believe it was. And it was the the night that he died that he came to me in my dreams with a message. And so when that kind of stuff happens, you know it's not by association, right? Because I had absolutely no connection to this information. The only reason I knew it was true is because I looked at it. I ended up looking it up the next day and it was there um, on on the internet. So... There are some differences, right? And there are some things to be aware of when it comes to psychic ability and mediumship and connecting to lost loved ones. But I believe that if you're getting a reading from someone and they're channeling through information that, you know, there's no way that they could have known and you know you weren't necessarily thinking about it and you weren't making associations when they were asking you questions, then you can really validate that that reading is true. But then at the same time, if you're the type of person that that doesn't believe in that kind of thing, then you, you don't believe in that kind of thing, right? And you just move on. Um, but I thought that was a great conversation and I wanted to bring that forward because I know that if one person has those kinds of questions, there's got to be a lot more people who have questions like that. So I hope that my perspective on that can bring 
some clarity and a little bit of like an insider perspective because when I first started out and being curious about psychic ability and how it all worked, that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know like what they were tapping into and how it worked. That was my biggest question. And now that I am experienced and I do this professionally, I understand it a lot more. And to me, it's really about just opening yourself up, opening up your senses. So not just your mind, but like your extrasensory abilities. So your psychic abilities such as clairsentience, clairaudience, uh, clairvoyance, you open up those extrasensory abilities to more information and information that exists beyond the material plane. And this takes development, this takes training, but it really is a skill that you can work with, okay? I also wanted to talk about association when you're doing individual spiritual connection. So when you make a prayer or set an intention and you're like, spirit, please show me a sign. Or maybe you're connecting to a lost loved one and you're like, grandma, please show me a sign. And then that kind of association where it's like, well, because you're looking for a sign, then you're going to see it. Right. And like, yeah, I would say that there's truth to that. But I mean, is that really a bad thing? Like if you're if you're not open to receiving a sign and you're not looking for it, then you're not going to see one. Like that's kind of, yeah, that's common sense, I would say. But what makes these things really special is when those signs show up in unexpected ways or like really cool, profound ways where you're like, you can't deny that it was that person um, that was connecting with you. And that's what makes you become a believer when you have experiences like that. Like if you ask spirit for a sign and say you always associated this person that has crossed over with a a certain song or a color or a number or a type of bird. And then all of the sudden that thing just shows up right in front of you. And it's really clear and obvious. And you can kind of feel it visceral, viscerally in your whole entire being. Like there's no denying that spirit's involved in that. And that that's what makes it so exciting. When that happens, it turns people from skeptics into believers. And to me, that's one of the most exciting parts of psychic development and spiritual connection and using spiritual connection to help you to heal. And especially when it comes to lost loved ones and things like grief, right? And then eventually what happens is you start to become almost like a magnet for those signs. And this is how my life works now, but through trusting the signs that come through and validating them, you start to receive them more and more. So instead of being like a seeker for signs, you become a receiver. Like you're just like this open receiver and and signs and messages are always coming through. And that's what I want to share with the world is it's like how how you do that because it just brings the magic back into your life again. And so what I want to share with you now are 12 signs from lost loved ones that you can't ignore. So when you receive a sign like this from spirit, 
I want you to see it as truth. I want you to see it as your loved one coming through because this is what I've seen in my experience happens a lot. Um, and these are the most common ways that lost loved ones interact with us from the side of spirit. Okay. So number one is missing or misplaced jewelry or personal items. All right. So if you take off your rings when you're doing the dishes and then all of a sudden you lost them and you don't know where they went and you know you put them in a really specific place and then maybe they like turn up later really randomly, um, that is definitely most likely a lost loved one, um, especially if it involves one of their personal items, like something that they gave you. That's another big one. Um, and if you ever have issues with this where it's happening a lot, the angel that you would want to call upon for guidance and support with this is Angel Sandalfon. He works directly with helping us to find things that are lost. So if you're finding this to be an issue and you feel like it is a lost loved one trying to maybe get your attention and you need guidance and support with this, that's the angel you want to work with, Angel Sandalfon. Okay, another sign from lost loved ones that you can't ignore is dream visitations. So if you have a lost loved one coming to you when you're sleeping, they come to you when you're having a dream and you dream of them and it's something amazing. And even if it's something small, like there are times when I dream of lost loved ones and I might only hear their voice or even just see their hand or like see their sweater. But if their presence is made known in your dreams, that is definitely something that you shouldn't ignore, especially because a lot of us experience an amnesia upon awaking. So if it's vivid enough that you actually remember it the next day, then that's definitely one of your lost loved ones coming forward to connect with you. Okay. Um, another sign is miraculous healing. So if you got really sick or injured in some way, and then maybe you took a nap or you went to bed at night and you were thinking about a lost loved one, thinking about maybe, you know, things that they went through or maybe even their final days or what they would have done if they were with you right now, if they just come to mind and then all of a sudden you wake up from that nap or that sleep and you feel better. That's another sign that your lost loved one has come forward and helped you to heal in some way. And this can also extend to emotional things too. And I've had this happen as well, where if you're going through some kind of stress or emotional issue, and then you pray for guidance, or maybe you don't even ask for it at all, and you go to sleep at night and you have an interaction or experience and you you feel that healing coming through whether you remember the lost loved one or not but you wake up in the morning and you feel better you can almost guarantee that that is another sign from a lost loved one coming through and connecting with you um, another great way that lost loved ones love to connect with us and give us signs is through songs and music um even with other forms of like media and technology too, sometimes when you're like scrolling on your phone or if you're on the TV or whatever, there might be certain things that like interference is one. 
where you might experience like a change in the channel or like something weird like that or a change in the song or the radio station or a specific song coming on that reminds you of them or has a message that you feel is really important that they're trying to maybe deliver to you. Songs and music are a big one. It's a big form of communication from lost loved ones. Um, Another sign is when you see them out of the corner of your eye. And this happens a lot for people where you can just see them maybe in your house, even outside. Sometimes when you're driving, you feel like you see them and then you look and no one or nothing is there. Um, That's another way that spirit loves to communicate and make their presence known without scaring us too much. Um, Also just feeling their presence or smelling them or even hearing them either out loud or in their in your mind hearing something they would say you might even find like someone might say a phrase that they used to always say and you're like oh my gosh that reminds me of you know my grandpa he used to always say that right that's another way that spirit can connect and communicate with us um another one another sign is someone talking about them when you have been thinking about them so if you if they've been on your mind and then all of the sudden someone brings them up in conversation that's another way for spirit to validate their presence also recalling a memory very vividly or even seeing that memory in a new way like you take on a new perception it's like oh my gosh i didn't really remember it like that that's because that lost loved one is encouraging you to maybe see it through their eyes or see it from a new perspective entirely and in a way that would really support your healing as well. Because our lost loved ones on the other side, they are working actively with us to help us to heal, to help us to grow, and to help us to to feel better. So they're going to be working with us in very unique ways. And that's why it's important to understand these things and the way that they communicate and the signs that they give us so that you can be like, oh, yes, you know, it's real. It's really happening. I'm connecting with them. And then final sign I wanted to share with you is seeing some aspect of them in someone else. Okay, so this is when you look at someone And like there's a little twinkle in their eye and it reminds you of, say, your grandma or, you know, your your father or whoever it is that passed on. You just look at them and something about their mannerism, something about the way they look or their appearance. It's almost like you can see the spirit of your lost loved one in another person. That's another way that our lost loved ones can show us signs, okay? Now, to wrap things up, I wanted to share with you how to request more signs and build up communication with your lost loved ones, all right? So number one is understand that signs and communication will show up in different and unexpected ways. Be open to that and release doubt, Um, I had someone say to me years back when I first started, when it came to 
spiritual communication and signs and things like that. They said, I'm a, I'll believe it when I see it kind of person. And that's why I really struggle with um, psychic ability and that kind of thing. And that's one of the the biggest issues. If you're one of those people who's I'm a I'll believe it when I see it kind of person, it almost has to be the reverse. You have to train yourself to believe it first and then you'll start to see it. That's how it works. And you have to do that by being open and releasing doubt. So letting go of some of that negativity, some of that judgment, and just being open to seeing what comes through and having a curiosity as well. Number two, hold the expectation that your lost loved ones are always trying to communicate with you because they are. They really, truly are always trying to open that door and help us to remember that eternal connection that exists. And when you hold the expectation that that's true, then you're you're helping to fortify that connection. You're helping to keep that door open, which makes it easier for them to communicate with you because you're not building any walls and you're not blocking that communication from coming through. Number three, don't judge, don't judge the experience and think that it's not something they would say or do. Okay. Here's a big one. You have to realize that when your lost loved one crosses over, they have a journey. They have a big journey. It's actually a lot bigger than what we experience here in the physical. And to them, a life on, like once you cross over, a life on on planet Earth, um, a physical reincarnation is like the blink of an eye. But the spiritual journey that takes place after you cross over into the spiritual plane, there's a lot that takes place. And through that, there's a lot of transformation. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of change in perspective, change in mannerisms. And so if information is being presented and it's not exactly in their same personality or the same way they would have said something, it's because they have evolved. They have ascended spiritually right? Um, and that can be a bit of a holdback for people because it's like, well, you know, they were always so negative. They were always so judgmental. And it's like, well, yeah, well, once you cross over, you drop all of your humanness, right? And so when you drop all your humanness and you elevate and you ascend into higher realms, you do change. You know, your soul and your spirit is still there. It's always there. But what made them human and even like those kind of more dense negative darker aspects of themselves all of that falls away as well as like emotional baggage and trauma and things like that right so it's not going to be exactly the same but their soul essence will be so if you can connect to their soul essence and kind of detach from the ego part of them knowing that the ego is something like it's a construct that we need for being here on the planet um that's when you'll start to have more of a clear communication with your lost loved one. And now finally, number four, verbally request more signs or communication and validate it when it comes through. 
All right. So ask your lost loved ones to make their presence known, to show themselves to you, to communicate with you, to show you signs. And when you do get that kind of connection or information, make sure you write it down or tell somebody about it or say, thank you. I noticed that. By validating it, you make it more likely to happen again. You help to build it up, not just between you and your lost loved one, but even within yourself. Okay? So I hope that this episode has been interesting and exciting for you. If you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at pathway2.paradise. If you want to take a look at some of my free offers or possibly working with me, you can check out the links in the show notes down below. And other than that, I hope to catch you back here again next week for another episode of the podcast. Hey Angel, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it out into the world. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials or with a friend, or even better, leave a five-star review. My mission with this podcast is to help as many women as possible to become empowered in their soul purpose dreams, and your support helps me help others. Thank you for being here, and I will see you again next week.